0: This is Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. Office Hours Contemporary. This contemporary. Blockbuster Film School Office hours. Office hours. Office Hours. Office Hours Contemporary.
1: Well, hey everybody, what's up? Welcome in. Welcome in. Come in. Come in. Hello. 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 Bonjour. Bonjour. Take your seats. Hello. Sit down. No eye contact. It's six feet apart. Six feet apart. Where's your face mask and your blindfold? Welcome to Blockbuster Film School. I'm Alex Bonner, and you are, of course, as always, joined by Mr. Nicholas Souter. I'm covered in Lysol. <laughs> we are very, very clean. So clean. Gotta stay clean, clean all the time. Scrub. Scrub all the right, knuckles. Everything. Everything. I'm just like a slug covered in Purell. Just rolling around in it, wearing a sumo boards. diaper. That's what I'm doing right now. Join us always with Super Producer Brian Teps. We, If you want Brian Taps to get on the mic, give us some money on Patreon. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Follow us on any of the stuff. If you like us, tell your friends so Brian Taps can get a microphone and we can make him say stuff.
0: Also, I'm going to keep doing this throughout all the episodes now. I'm going to do my Brian Taps impression of the episode. Oh, yes. Are you ready? Do it. No. <laughs> I like it. That's us asking him to talk into a mic shoot a laser into your mouth. That's but what your did. nose. He told us to do that. Yeah. All right. Laser up your nose.
1: <laughs> We're doing something a little different today on the Office Hours. Because it's Office Hours. We mix it up. Today is an Office Hours Contemporaries. Ooh. In which what's cho- that? I will tell you, you handsome devil. We are doing an episode of a director who we like, who's out now, who only has a couple of movies, but is an up-and-coming director that we think you should watch. We like his movies. He only has two feature films and a third one coming out we recommend him. His name is Mr. Robert Eggers. Snap, snap,
0: snap, 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 snap.
1: He's the same age as us. He was born in 83. Bums me though. It out. is upsetting to me. It is upsetting to me. Although his podcast is not as good as ours because it doesn't exist like a bitch. So, all right. So, um, cause he's making films. <laughs> yes. He's a rich man who makes movies that are great. Uh, he's made two films. We'll go into those two films. If you haven't seen them, we recommend both of them. That's why we're talking about him, but just a little quick thing. Uh, Robert Eggers is American, so that's nice because we're kind of running out of good American directors because all the good directors seem to come from other countries that actually have standardized art a little bit and think art is something that you should have.
0: Capitalism but, is good. You should survive uh, off of capitalism. Exactly.
1: Capitalism creates the best art. That, <laughs> that's why we have The Bachelor. Okay, so Mr. Eggers was born July 7th, 1983 in New Hampshire? New Hampshire? Uh, a lake a yeah, Winnipesaukee. he's a new york based movie director, interesting enough, he's from New England, so that mm, goes into that both makes of a lot his, of sense. that goes into both of his movies. He has a very spooky New England sensibility, particularly I find the northern new England i don't know there's a guy named Stephen King who came from Maine. You know, there's a weird kind of Does that tom Clancy he's <laughs> he's the other guy he's the fun one actually.
0: oh uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: he's the less republican one in two thousand and fifteen. Eggers made his directorial debut with a horror film called. The Witch, Mm. a.k.a. The Vitch, spelled with two Vs to become the old W. Already casting a spell on you with its title, which I appreciate. He wrote script. He's truly a guy who came kind of out of nowhere. He got financing. He's not wealthy, but he got financing of $4 million and made it, and it got into the 2015 Sundance Film Festival, and A24 saw it and said, we want to buy the shit out of that, and they released it.
0: I'll interrupt you. Yeah,
1: do it. Go back and listen to our A24 episodes. Mm-hmm. There's two parts. Please do. I think there's some of our better ones. Um, if you don't know what A24 is, they are kind of the cool indie studio at the moment that's still putting out good stuff. Like, say, Robert Eggers movies. It was a budget of $4 million. It came out and made $40 million worldwide. So
0: pretty good hit to be 10 times your budget, especially off of a Sundance movie. Made a lot of money on video on a man and, and dvd i've bought the that's dvd I yeah i bought the dvd 3 fucking times yeah what you, so okay let's just talk about it cuz i mean he only had two movies um
1: what's what's your take on the Vitch?
0: i think the Vitch is a damn near perfect movie it is super creepy it's yes. a slow burn i love mm-hmm. the slow burns and then like it gets to that point where there's no return i know and everything just goes off the fucking rails. Also, spoiler alert. Actually, yeah. we shouldn't do spoilers. Okay, we should try not to spoil as much.
1: But, for instance, I'm going to tell you, like, I love Black Phillip. I think Black, black Phil- Phillip's great. Black Philip is one of the it's great amazing.
0: movie characters in the last 20 years. There is a witch in this movie. Yes. Very early on, eats a baby. Yeah, there's definitely witches. These are not spoilers. These are not spoilers. Okay, there's
1: witches. There's weird black magic. Black Phillip is a goat, by yeah. the way. Uh, it's not racist. He is a goat. But... Also, the thing that jumped out at me first was how good a period piece it was. Yeah. That you instantly are transported back to, like, 17th
0: century New England. Just, like, boom. And and then you're there. The simplicity of it, because it takes place in one location. Mm -hmm. is literally just a fucking piece of forest. And they have a fucking house, the clothes, and the way they speak. Mm. They didn't overdo it. They just, like, this is old-timey. This is what's going to ruin this family. (laughs) Let's scare the crap out of you.
1: But I think also you bring that up. But something I like about him is, well, in the second movie does, it's not exactly an ensemble movie. But his movies are very character based. They're more dialogue based than most horror movies. Yeah. They have a sensibility a little bit like, you know, we watched Poltergeist. That movie kind of reminded me a little bit like I think The Witch is even better than Poltergeist in a lot of ways. But that idea of it's a family. Yeah. Some crazy shit is happening to them. There's some good writing. The characters all seem like interesting versions. There's interesting kid actors who are funny at times. Particularly her little brother and sister are- Oh, they're amazing. The twins. Amazing. They
0: are, I just want to say something real fast yeah. about Poltergeist. If you haven't seen Poltergeist in a long time, you need to watch it. But I suggest <laughs> half an edible. Don't yeah. do the whole edible because you're going to have fucking nightmares. and You're going to be texting your friends all night because you can't sleep because you haven't seen a movie in 20 years. You were your, high as shit. Also, your ruben is going to be less high than you, and watching you flip out yeah. from clowns jumping
1: out and having a grand old time.
0: I didn't mind that part. <laughs> it it was, was when I had to go yes. into the window unit AC bedroom <laughs> and blast it, so I had a reason to hide under the covers. Although I will say the night after we watched
1: Poltergeist recently, that... Weird sequence with the ghosts where they record them on the VHS oh, tape. So good that showed up in my dreams. Nice, that's it was very yeah. spooky. Very. I feel like that's how
0: my dreams look, anyways. I love that effect. That might be it's my so favorite good, yeah. effect
1: in that movie where they catch the ghosts on VHS. Mm-hmm. It Looks dope. Also, the scene where Coach yells at the guy. Like, yeah. yeah, you moved the headstones. You switched the samples. Like you're an asshole, <laughs> Dahmer. What'd you do? Also. If we're just talking about The Witch, uh, we should bring up a little bit of, like, its reception, I think. And this is kind of, it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which, his next movie also has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it got some of the best critical reviews of any horror movie that's come out in, like, the last 20 years. And bringing up his age and how I feel like Eggers in a lot of ways, kind of like how the Duffer brothers absolutely have a sense of like the eighties when they do stuff with stranger things. He also remembers one of the kind of golden ages of horror movies, but he does it with a different thing. His movies are very, they're not realistic, but they have a realism to them that makes it somehow more powerful
0: in his insanity. I feel like it's because the characters are so mundane. Mm hmm. Nothing stands out about the characters. They're all interesting and they're all very fleshed out. Those little—I wanted to. The I, little kids are amazing. If
1: I was the older sibling of those little kids, though, I—I'm I, not saying I would have physically harmed them, but I honestly would have just nonstop ridiculed them until they shut the hell up and left me. Yeah, like I would have
0: flipped out. Like, I thought she handled it better than she had to. Really, she did. <laughs> And, you know, she was rewarded at the end of the movie for that.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's all, Also, I love horror movies that have a weird happy ending if you like. Um, the character? Yes. And yeah. you like this black You ignore all the
0: shit that happened yeah, in the first a, 90 minutes.
1: Kind of a, uh, you know, and this is not a spoiler alert. Like, you might find it terrifying. There was one review that I read that said that it was so scary, it would immediately make you want to go to church. And I was like. That's
0: the exact opposite of yeah. how I felt at the end of this. I was like, you know where I find scary? This
1: church. The church. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, you know, it's boring. <laughs> Church. Church. I don't want to go there. When this movie movie ended, I was like, I'm going to go get a fucking pentagram. (laughs) Some stem cells. Absolutely.
1: Definitely Black Phillip. A tattoo of Black Phillip is pretty great. Yeah. Because his movies have supernatural elements to them. They have bombastic elements. They have these traits to them that I feel like so many horror movies now. He's finally, in my opinion, him and Ari Aster, and we'll talk about Ari Aster in another episode soon, But they're kind of the first guys that are really coming out for me out of the Saw age, out of the gore porn movies, out of the – when I say coming out, not like they are from it, but that this is something new. This is something closer to weirder 70s stuff, closer to The Shining or Rosemary's Baby where you are playing with psychological things, you are playing with – sick humor you're playing with really skilled directing and, and cinematography yeah. as opposed to shock. You know, there's scary stuff. His movies are shocking. Yes. But they're not like shock value. No, there's no Annabelle. There's no doll jumping out at you, scaring you. Cause you're on, uh, edibles watching
0: poltergeist. No, I'm not knocking the experience. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm saying eat half an edible. Yeah. Don't eat the whole damn thing. <laughs> Moderation, people.
1: I am bashing a little bit on the 2000s horror that ran the box office. Oh, dog shit. A lot of it is very... Some of it is good. Some of it is good, but a lot of it is
0: cheesy and not scary. I want to play a game. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> it's called Twister. <laughs> if your foot falls off a of yellow... I want to saw
1: your sister in half. <laughs> the whole—I t- s- I only saw the original Saw, and the entire time I kept laughing, and people kept turning around and looking at me. But it, to its credit, it wasn't necessarily because the movie was stupid or bad. I just in my head kept thinking of different voices for Jigsaw, and when he would say
0: stuff, <laughs> I was like, do you want to play a game? Like, <laughs> it's like, can like- we? Re- I want to remake. Yeah. Saw where Jigsaw's Fred Schneider, yeah, I, exactly. Or uh, what's his face uh, from uh, Thirty Rock and uh, Jack? Uh, oh, Jack McBrayer. Jack,
1: I was like, if Jack McBrayer were like, do you bump like,
0: you know, would actually be a really good remake? Yeah, Martin Short. Ooh, oh my god, that would be fucking fantastic. Oh my god, I would watch that. I think Clifford is that movie. I know <laughs> it's a double reboot. <laughs> Also, stop recording. We're writing this movie right now. Yeah, exactly. We have to write this. And um, shout out to Aaron Rose and Cora, who both Mm. have Black Phillip tattoos. Mm. I love it. And I think The Witch is one of those movies that
1: I was so glad to see. It was one of those movies where I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know that I wanted this movie. And then, to Rob Eggers' credit, he made it. And I said to myself, man... This is awesome. And it's funny that him and Aster are now here and are opening a little bit of the gateway for some better executed, more cerebral horror movies yeah. that are not And they're just also their buddies. Law. Yeah. And I feel like they're kind of sexier movies. I know that sounds weird because they're not sex-based and they don't really have nudity very much, you know. They've got a, a sexuality to them. They've got, let's put it this way, not spoiling anything, but guess what? The parents in The Witch are repressed and weird in 17th century New England. They're Christian psychos, if you will, who live in the woods. And so there's this kind of interesting thing of like, who is more dangerous? The Witch or these weirdos? And And that's a good segue into The Lighthouse because ah, it is a movie about full-on repression. Full-on repression and... I would say we're going to go into Dave Eggers' next movie, the 2019. We're going into Robert Eggers' next movie. Yes, yeah, not Dave. Shut up, Dave Eggers. <laughs> Dude, that's right. We're taking on Dave Eggers. Come get it, motherfucker. Come on, motherfucker. You want to fight? So, the 2019 Robert Eggers film, The Lighthouse, which is also a really amazing horror movie, but it's a psychological thriller slash maybe buddy comedy.
0: It is, I was about to say, <laughs> I, it is one of the funniest movies ever because it's like, what if we took The Shining, but there were two Jack Nicholson's? Oh, my God. Just two Jack Torrance walking around, just yelling at each other and slow dancing oh. and getting weird and fucking killing, both, them killing are, gulls.
1: Both of them are maybe mythological creatures, or they think the other one is a mythological creature, or one of them maybe kills a mermaid or definitely has sex with a mermaid. Possibly mermaids are in this movie. It's a lot of farts in this movie. There's so, and so much drinking, just psycho- yes. drunken psychosis. Holy shit. And- Look, everyone knows that Willem Dafoe is a madman, an amazing actor. Yeah. He's also something of a scientist. And we knew, we knew because of those Cronenberg movies that no one watched except for Weirdos Like Us and some other stuff, the Safdie Brothers movies, that R. Pats is going up my list real fast of truly maybe the most versatile actor in the world. I've been Team R. Pats since The Rover. It blows my mind every time I see him. Shout out to the new Batman. I don't care what anybody says. I'm super psyched because R. Pats is maybe actively my favorite actor in a way of just, I want to see what he's going to do with this character. Every character he makes is so different. and so interestingly shaped and the lighthouse does not disappoint.
0: Not at all. Actually, I saw this in theaters and when it was over, I turned to Aaron and I go, do you want to stay for the next showing? Oh my God. I, there
1: are two monologues, one given by Defoe and one given by R. Pats that will be done by scene study classes forever. There is one where Defoe goes nuts. Spoiler alert, a little bit, because they go nuts. They go nuts. It's the lighthouse. It's about two dudes going nuts. Or do they? Are there actual mermaids? I don't know. Did the mermaids make them crazy? Are they doing a weird siren song making them nuts? I don't know. I don't know. Which also, I think, just to go into it, not to tangent too much, but that's something Robert Eggers does, is the magic is real or is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is truly this supernatural thing occurring or is the human mind when in isolation and in new England capable of creating crazy shit and thinking crazy shit is going down and did a witch really steal that baby or did the baby get taken away by a wolf or something and then the family went nuts I mean there's a little bit of that
0: you know well it's called the witch it's not called the
1: wolf I know but no there's a witch yeah, there's a witch. Yeah. Just like, just like there's a mermaid. Um, so spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen this movie, please watch this movie. Both of these movies, obviously. This is Office Hours. If you're listening to this, contemporaries, contemporaries, and we have to say it in unison. When you say it, I have to say. It. Okay. Um, so the contemporaries, contemporaries, and that speech that Willem Dafoe gives, where he talks about how pissed he is, and he becomes Poseidon. You like my lobster, don't you? <laughs>
0: See and eat my lobster.
1: <laughs> that is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And I didn't think it could be topped until later on in the movie where our gives one of the weirdest, most revealing character twisty things I've ever seen anyone deliver. And it actually works and it's amazing. And it upsets me that Arpats is from England and all the good actors other than. <laughs> up here who are younger appear to be from England. Yeah, I really bummed you out when I told you that. I I thought he was American because he's so good. Normally when there's an English actor doing an American accent or something, you can kind of tell a little bit. R. Pats is so, every character he has has a different voice. Yeah. That's how good he is. It's not even like a guy like Tom Hanks or something where you just like the guy and he's a really good actor. It's like, no, R. Pats comes up with a different way of inflecting his words. And a completely different accent for every single character. And this one lies and has two different accents because he's trying to lie. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. What other takeaways on the lighthouse do you have there, Nick? It's demented.
0: <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yes, it is. It's surreal. It is sexy. Not just because there's images of people having sex with mermaids, but, but it's also like, you know, I'm not into like potential gay let me rephrase that i'm not like super into homoerotic right things but when i see these two guys doing it like slow dancing and being weird and like Mm -hmm. watching each other jerk off i'm like (laughs) i'm here for this this is so weird i would watch this movie is so good if the last half hour of the movie was just them railing each other I'd be like, this is brilliant.
1: That would, yes, that would be a definite third act for sure. That would be, (laughs) that's that's something right there. I agree. I also think that the main compliment I can give Eggers in both of his movies is that if somebody else was handling these movies, they're so wild and so unbridled. I don't know if other people would be able to really daftly keep the ship from crashing
0: into yeah. the rocks. Not to, you know, not to pun too hard. But it, honestly, the these things are so wild. <laughs> it would either turn into a creep show. Right. Or like a Paul W S Anderson movie. Yeah.
1: Or like Annabelle or something where it's just this schlocky, Hollywoody. Yeah. Everything is you know with- Turns
0: out the lighthouse was a
1: doll the right. whole time. <laughs> it wouldn't be in black and white, that's for sure. No, it would have been shot
0: at what fucking um Ratio that he used on this. Oh movie. yeah,
1: nineteen to uh, 191 19, 1, yeah. which is an older ratio, and so it has that element. It looks kind of like a spooky, which is something I like about it. One nineteen one was the old silent film ratio, so it looks like Nosferatu. It, it looks a little bit like the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. It has these things like Robert Vine and the German Expressionist stuff. He's absolutely super influenced by this kind of thing. Each film uses different aspect ratios. So the normal one you usually see is 133 or 4 to 3 or 166 to 1. So 133 is a box. It's closer to a box, closer to a television. And 166 to to 1 is a rectangle, like a screen, right? But when you get into things like 1 to 19 to 1, that's more like a – how to put this? It's more – the shoebox. Yeah, exactly. It's a smaller rectangle that is more compact and has kind of phrased at the edges, right? So it's the movie tone ratio. As things go, the aspect ratio changes more. Now we're even seeing things like forty to zero to one, which is like the seventy or like the IMAX, these big giant wrap around things that you film huge stuff. But also, real fast, our yeah. Pass is in tenant. Yeah. opening like next week. Exactly. And so that's going to be like an IMAX. That's what Nolan likes to shoot in is yeah. the big wide, like super, super wide. Whereas it's interesting that Eggers went the complete other way. He went all the way back to the early days of cinema and wanted something very small, very
0: compact. You have to, well, his cinematographer suggested it actually. Yeah. And I think it looks, oh my it looks God. amazing.
1: When I saw the trailer for that and it looked like a demented Walt Disney those really old Walt Disney movies where, like, the skeletons come to life, you know, kind of thing. And this was a live-action version yeah. of that.
0: I I That's was, the Walt Disney one where um, they're all Nazis. And yeah, and Nazis his, are good guys. And his,
1: well, it's more his frozen head. is like, get back to work! Yeah, Get back to work! And they're like, we're going to form a union. And he's like, kill that guy! Kill him! Kill him! Something like that. And then he turned to the camera like, and lit a cigarette I was like, I'm Walt Disney. I was hey, like, yeah, I'm, I'm all- your... You know how your dad's mean you? I'm never mean you. I'm Walt Disney. Uh, and, and, ooh, these... Ooh, these 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 unfiltered Paul Malls are really good on smooth, (laughs) kids. And they help the digestion. (sighs) Yeah, a little side subject. I love watching the old... Disney takes them down as soon as they come up, but people put up the old Wide World of Disney's where Walt Disney is chain-smoking the entire time, and that was on national television. It's so good. It's so... I mean, he was. He was just... Walt well, Disney supposedly in his office would have like six cigarettes and different ashtrays all over just going the entire time so that then he would like stand up and talk to somebody and like pull that cigarette and be like, now you get back to fucking work or I will beat you to death in front of your kids. And then the tour comes by. He's like, hey, kids, it's me, Walt Disney. I'm your real dad. Don't listen to your
0: parents. Buy goofy things. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just, so who who needs one? Yeah. I got plenty. You kids just start smoking.
1: I was an ambulance driver in World War I, and it didn't make me crazy or anything. I didn't see anything dark. That's for sure. That's for sure. Nothing that would make me nothing that would make me weird or anything. I'm Walt Disney. Nothing weird. Any of you kids ever have a gun pointed at you? You ever have one?
0: I really like Walt Disney's deathbed confession that he shot Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> I am the black hand! Don't yell that. <laughs> I am the black hand! Uh, but yeah, so... Contemporaries.
1: Contemporaries. So, Walt... Not Walt Disney. He's been dead for a long time. Not long enough. (laughs) The Lighthouse and The Witch are amazing. He has another movie coming out called The Northman, which has a lot of his crew, his usual people. Not our pats, unfortunately. Our pats had to be Batman. But Kate Dickey, who I like a lot, who was in Game of Thrones, she was and is head of the Aerie and the sister of Caitlin Stark and can't think of it right now. Alana Aaron, possibly. Never. Seen she gets it. thrown out a, a moon door, which is dope. And the but she's fucks really a moon good. Moon door in a big castle on a mountain. There's like a a big opening in the floor
0: where that's how they do executions. They just chuck you out the, the moon door. Oh yeah. So she dies. Oh yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Wow. Um, I've never seen the show, and you're already ruining the character. Lisa Aaron. Yes. But
1: she's really good in both of. She's in all. Uh, she's not in the lighthouse, but she's in the witch. So the Northman is coming out. It is set at the 10th century in Iceland. It stars Alexander Skarsgård as Nordic Prince Ameleth, who seeks revenge after his father is murdered. Oh, my God. (laughs) It has Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Bill Skarsgård, Ethan Hawke. I... I'm excited. I'm excited. Bjork, in her first... Oh, yeah, she's a witch in it, right? Yeah. This is her
0: first movie she's been in since uh, Dancer
1: in the Dark. I love Eggers. This is... Yeah. It upsets me how much I love him. Like, I want to... I want to go to there. I want to... (laughs) (laughs) i love eggers and i'm not jealous of him it's good for him but if i made movies i don't know if my i don't think my movies would have the same sensibility yeah i'm not i'm not
0: jealous of him because there's no way i would have been i would have made the lighthouse
1: no no i might i might one day be part of something like the lighthouse where i go insane um and think that i had
0: sex with a mermaid um it's already happening oh my god it is you guys aren't even here You're in a gas station bathroom talking to an empty bottle of Topo Chico. Listen, kids, it's me,
1: Walt Disney, and I'll tell you something. You know what's fun to play with? Your dad's gun. Just get it up. Load it up. Shoot it around. Scare the other kids. If the other bullies are bothering your neighborhood, shoot it in the air. They'll scatter. Contemporaries. (laughs) Contemporaries. But yes, uh, so it sounds like you're excited. Brian, what do you think? Are you
0: excited? This is my impression of uh, Brian for the other show. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That was a pitch perfect rendition. I know, thank you. All right,
1: well that's office hours. I think we talked pretty good. Any uh final thoughts on Mr. Rob Eggers or his movies? Please don't suck. Of <laughs> the, the new one. But No, the new one's gonna be great. Yeah. Like, but you don't he, want him to then be start yeah, to suck. Like,
0: I'm I mean. afraid he's like he's like ramping up and ramping up. Yeah. What's, that? What's that? Sorry, I coughed up. I don't want his fourth movie. To be like, you know, Black Panther 3. I would be fine with that. I mean, but Marvel movies is a little different. I right? don't want him to do a Marvel
1: movie. That's oh, what I, I'm saying. I kind of, ooh, see. Like, he's the kind of guy who could make something weird, like an X-Men movie that's, like, really psychological and nuts and about psychics and stuff. Or... If there's no superpowers, I'd watch it. But he loves superpowers. Every movie he has has magic and creepy shit in it and spooky stuff. Like, there's no superpowers, though. I don't know. Black
0: Black Phillip. Can make an Black Philip. Black Phillip can make an apple bleed. Black Phillip is his own entity.
1: <laughs> he doesn't
0: have superpowers. Yes. He is supernatural. Ah, I see. I see. Like Doctor Strange.
1: I don't know. Okay, fair. All right, that's fair. We're in the end game now, Tony. All right. Yeah. All right. So this is the Blackbuster film school contemporaries. Contemporaries. Watch Robert Eggers movies. They are amazing. Like us on Instagram. Please follow and subscribe us. Please tell your friends. If you like us want to throw us a couple bucks on Patreon, we love you. Tweet
0: at us. We're on Twitter
1: now. Yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on Reddit. You, you, we're on all could... the shiz. Honestly, on Patreon, if you want to throw any bucks at all, you can do us 50 cents a month. That's fine. You know? We'll be your private dancer. A dancer for money. Okay? We'll dance on the midway. We'll do it. I don't care. I'll dance. I'm dancing right now. I'll dance. I'll, ooh, I'll do all the weird stuff you like. All right. So, that's with Black Witch Film School. I'm Alex Bonner with Nicholas Sutter. Yes And super producer Brian Chips. <laughs> so Listen up This has been Our first Office Hours Contemporaries Watch those Rob Baker's movies And we will see you In a few days With our next episode Of Blockbuster School.